بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن ابي الدرداء رضي الله تعالى عنه ان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ما من شيء اثقل في ميزان المؤمن يوم القيامه من حسن الخلق وإن الله يبغض الفاحش البذيء رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح البذيء هو الذي يتكلم بالفحش ورديء الكلام continue with the chapter which deals with حسن الخلق the beautification of one's akhlaq and character as we mentioned in much detail previously one cannot possibly overstate the importance that our shariat and our deen has attached to akhlaq and character abu darda radiyallahu ta'ala is a narrator of the hadith rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said ma min shay'in these type of expressions ma min shay'in they create exclusivity of meaning there is nothing there is no action that you can do athqal that is weightier fi mizanil mu'min in the scale of a mu'min yawm al-qiyamah on the day of judgment min husnil khuluq then good akhlaq and character mentioned this previously Normally the Arabic word for good is khair. Do something good, in other words, do khair. Or salah, or something that is pious. Interestingly, when akhlaq is spoken about, the adjective that is used is husn. Husn means beauty. As we mentioned previously, when one develops one akhlaq, one's akhlaq, then this gives beauty and attraction to this individual another interesting thing ulama kiram say they say that akhlaq or the beautification of one's akhlaq and character has an effect of what we call a veil it will cover up many many deficiencies sometimes a person is def- deficient in knowledge doesn't have much knowledge but if his akhlaq and character is good we find that that is like a veil it covers up the defects in his knowledge in fact in any aspect in any aspect any physical attribute if a person is defective or, sh- or there is a shortcoming in it but his akhlaq and character is good and we find that such a person in society in his interaction who he comes into contact with that akhlaq and character veils any other defects or shortcomings Conversely, if a person is very knowledgeable Islamically or even worldly knowledge is an academic scholar, etc. But he is rude, he is bad-mouthed, his temperament is not right, he doesn't have any patience either with his students or those he comes into contact with. Then despite being, despite having excelled in knowledge, we find that no one will want to go near this person. So akhlaq, the beautification of akhlaq is very, very effective. It's a great tool also. And it's a veil, it's a covering. 
to reiterate what we're saying, ulama say, if akhlaq is there and we are defective in other aspects, akhlaq will cover it. If there is no akhlaq and you excel in other aspects, then still we find that because of not having akhlaq and character, whatever those other aspects are, whatever those other virtues are which Allah has given you, they will get drowned out and its effect will not be felt by yourself or by others because of not having akhlaq and character. Now coming back to this hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Fi mizanil mu'min. Allah mentioned why specifically mention is made of the scale of a believer. Because they say in akhirat, because he said yawmul qiyamah in the hereafter. He said in akhirat, good character can only benefit an individual when it is coupled with iman. If there is no iman, then whatever goodness there may be in a person, that will be nullified on the day of judgment. In fact, you will have no weight, no recognition on that day. As Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, فَلَا نُقِيمُ لَكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَزْنَى Allah says we will not give them any weight, any recognition on that day. So akhlaq and character obviously has to be tabi'ah. It has to be coupled and followed with iman. Iman is first, then akhlaq and character. Obviously as we'll see in other ahadith that followed this hadith, the development of iman is directly linked with the development of akhlaq and character. The greater the iman, the greater the character. The greater the character, the greater the iman. These two things are intercoupled. They are interlinked. They are inseparable. As for the issue that is mentioned in this hadith where Rasulullah says, there is nothing more weightier there is nothing more weightier in the scale of a believer on the day of judgment than good akhlaq and character. This issue of the weighing of actions. Actions are something that are abstract. You do an action. You can't see it. It doesn't have a physical form or shape. So what is meant when we find not in the Qur'an in many, many places, وَنَضَعُوا الْمَوَازِينَ الْقِسْطِ لِيَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ فَلَا تُظْلَمُ نَفْسٌ شَيْئًا وَإِنْ كَانَ مِثْقَالَ حَبَّةٍ مِّنْ خَرْدَلْ أَتَيْنَا بِهَا وَكَفَى بِنَا حَاسِبِينَ Allah Ta'ala says that we will set up the scales of justice on the day of judgment and no one will be oppressed and if the action you did weighs an atom's weight, that also you will see it. In Qur'an, in many places, Allah Ta'ala talks of mizan and the weighing of actions. Likewise, in the ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, many of the Bukhari Sharif Khatams, those of those we have attended, where the last hadith of Imam Bukhari, Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah's compilation, normally in the Khatams of Bukhari, I mentioned kalimatan, khafifatan, ala lisan, thaqilatan fil mizan, two kalimas that are light on the tongue and are very, very heavy in the scale. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. This hadith, many of us would have heard it in the various Bukhari Sharif Khatams. So what is meant by this weighing of actions? Actions is something that is abstract. It doesn't have a physical form. With regards to this, generally three 
explanations ulama-i kiram give, whilst there are many, many explanations, but three more popular explanations. They say one is that we should not find this something strange. It's possible maybe 14 centuries ago they found this strange, that Nabi Islam said that actions will be weighed. Obviously, iman of sahaba was such, that they didn't question these things. They had automatic conviction on the words of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But modern science we observe nowadays allows man to measure a lot of abstract phenomena. For example, light is measured, temperature is measured, wind, speed of the wind is measured, atmospheric pressure is measured. Now all these things, atmospheric pressure we are told, there's one ton of atmospheric pressure weighing down on each of us. We can't see that. And yet we accept it. Likewise, light is measured, temperature, temperature also you can't see. So the actions, what this weighing is, obviously we bring iman upon it. That actions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cause those actions to be weighed on the day of judgment. Another explanation which ulama ikram give is they say that Allah ta'ala will give a physical form. Allah ta'ala will give a physical form that you will be able to see, a tangible and physical form of actions on the day of judgment. For example... We find in hadith, Rasulullah tells us that death, death also you can't see. Yet on the day of judgment, Allah Ta'ala will give death the form of a ram. And this animal will be slaughtered on the day of judgment. Thereby indicating that after this death, now death has died. So from here on, Fariqun fil Jannah wa Fariqun fil Sa'ir. One group in Jannah, one group in Jahannam and there will be no death. So like Allah Ta'ala will give death a physical form, ulama say it is possible Allah Ta'ala will give actions a physical form. And the third commonly given explanation for such ahadith, when Rasulullah speaks of the weighing of actions, is ulama ikram say that what is meant is sahibul amal. Instead of the action itself, the individual, the individual will be weighed. And that also we find many, many ahadith. Yu'ta bi rajulis samini yawm al-qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala's sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that Rajulus Sameen, Sameen means a heavy person. It's obviously not literal what is meant by a person of position and status. But the inside is kokla, inside is empty. Such a person, position, status, but no taqwa, no iman will be brought on the day of judgment. فَلَا يَزِنُ عِنَّ اللَّهِ جَنَاحَ بَعُودِ He will be weighed. And his weight, Rasulullah says, will not be equal to even the wing of a mosquito. And the verse of the Qur'an will be recited, فَلَا نُقِيمُ لَهُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ That today they have no weight or recognition. So just to recap, either Allah Ta'ala will actually weigh the action, we shouldn't find this strange or ba'id, because modern science also we see light, temperature, wind, atmospheric pressure, temperature, atmospheric pressure, etc. is weighed. The second is Allah Ta'ala will give a physical form to man's actions, just as death is given a form. And the third explanation Allah Ma'ala give is that the person himself will be weighed. Whichever it is, Allah Ta'ala knows best, but in this hadith we find Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is telling us how many actions a person can do. Good. Salah, zakat, fasting, sadaqah, charity. There are multitudes of actions. Al-khayru kathir. Hadith tells us, Rasulullah says, the ways, the avenues of khayr, of good, are many. 
And yet we are told of all the good deeds that you can do, there is nothing that is more effective, there is nothing that is weightier on the Day of Judgment than husnul khuluq, good akhlaq and character, the beautification of one's akhlaq and character. And then we'll see in this hadith also, <coughs> and the hadith that follow it, that husnul kalam, the beautification of one's speech is an integral, inseparable part of akhlaq and character. Ulama ikram say, husnul khuluq, husnul akhlaq, husne kalam ke baghir na mumkin hai. They say it is impossible to beautify your character without beautifying your speech. One of our kabirin, he often gives this example. He says that I learned a lot. I learned a lot from the language of the street. He's obviously referring to the situation in Indo-Pak subcontinent, but even if you look in our situation, sometimes you follow a bus or some of this public transport, they have some very interesting message in the back. So he says, one day I was driving along and then I saw this bus in front. And he says that the message that was written on the back was very, very effective. He said, I learned from the language of the street. On the back of this bus was written, Dil Barai Farokht. Dil Barai Farokht, which literally translates, heart for sale. Heart for sale. And underneath it, he said, in red writing was written, Qimat. What is the price? Heart for sale. What is the price? And underneath that was written, Zuban, Zaban ke miti bol. The sweet utterance of the tongue is the purchase price for the heart. Akhlaq and character, being a beautiful individual, being one that will attract people, being one that will win over people, my respected brothers, is impossible unless we learn to beautify the utterance of the tongue. This is what is meant in the latter part of the hadith. We will not have time, inshallah, we will continue.